Hi, and welcome to the Power of Technologies podcast series from Dell Technologies. I'm Steve Dayborn, and I'm part of the Power Edge marketing team here at Dell. And I hope you're having a great day today because I am, and I'm joined by Susan Sharp, who is our Cloud IQ product manager, to talk about something called AI Ops. Now, for those of you who are out there who know what AI Ops is, that's great. Um, for those of us who may not be sure, Hold on to your seats because Susan will be helping us understand everything about Cloud IQ and how AI Ops can help you. So, firstly, welcome, Susan. Thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate uh, getting to be here today and uh, getting to talk about Cloud IQ and AI Ops. Awesome. Now, we're very grateful for your time. Can you give us a quick introduction to yourself, please? Yes, thank you. I have been at EMC and now Dell for uh, just past 22 years, just past that anniversary. And I've been working as, well, thank you. <laughs> I've been working as product manager for Cloud IQ going on seven years plus a little. Wow, that, that's impressive because I have to admit Cloud IQ, I probably only heard about a few years ago. So I know I've come from the Dell side. So it's been great to see this great product cloud iq coming in and seeing all of the functionality it does bring so i'm really interested today to hear a lot more about it so thank you for your time on this and absolutely that really brings me to my first sort of question that i have in my head you know we're hearing a huge and huge is a, such an understatement huge amount about ai at the moment it is everywhere everything you look at it doesn't matter if it's news feeds if it's uh, just a white paper you're reading everything has ai in it and cloud iq i know as a, a management tool but really then what is cloud iq and ai ops what what is this ai ops thing great question i'm really glad to be here today to talk about that so first of all when we talk about ai ops think about that as the next generation monitoring and insights capability or observability is another term we use for that I think a key point is it's more than just displaying KPIs. That's kind of old school monitoring. AI ops is about using AI algorithms to provide insights about what's happening, what will happen, and then what to do about it to prevent or mitigate real business impacts in the environment. It's it's sort of like the next step from management then, because I, I, I'm certainly I'm aware of open manage and how we monitor and just track existing this is going the next step. So can you give us some examples of, of what that really is going to bring to a customer when they're sitting there using this in their environment? Absolutely. So I'm going to start with machine learning. That's really a fundamental part of AI. So when we talk about machine learning, one of the key algorithms that we use in Cloud IQ is a seasonality algorithm. Now, when I first heard that term, I thought of the four seasons, but well, yeah. what we're really talking, <laughs> what we're really talking about here is much more granular minutes hours, days, and being able to identify the normal, normal patterns of usage. So I'll start with capacity forecasting as an example. So in this case, we're looking at what the normal capacity trends are, and then we're identifying where there are anomalies. So in the context of capacity, that might be a runaway workload that, uh, for instance, is consuming capacity at an unsustainable rate, effectively heading to the cliff. Make sense so far? 
Okay. Yep. So you can start to understand where things are going to go wrong in effect, as opposed to just where they are going wrong right now. Exactly. And that's that's part of what we're really going to capture is being able to provide those insights, those predictions, not trends um, in the past, but trends in forecasting in terms of what to expect. So I'm going to build on what I just said about capacity forecasting and anomalies. We do the same thing in the performance domain with performance metrics. So this is identifying unusual performance activity. And then with that, we provide what we refer to as guided in-context troubleshooting. And what I mean by that is whether you start at the system level and move your way down to you know, the volume and down to the VM or the other direction, we're going to provide uh, a, a standard time context to help streamline and accelerate the troubleshooting. So an anomaly, what, what makes an anomaly? Well, how do we define that? That's, I'm so glad you asked that. So I'll start, I'll, since we just talked about performance, I'll start there with that response. So using that seasonality algorithm, we basically use machine learning. CloudIQ learns the normal range of activity. And that doesn't mean a flat line or an average. It means really, where are there peaks and valleys in the normal range of performance activity? And establishes that as the norm. And then when there is activity that is outside of that, We'll identify that accordingly uh, so that users can very quickly zero in on understanding where something is happening out of the ordinary, rather than having to print up days and weeks of performance graphs and do kind of eyeball correlation. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm getting now that this AI piece is this sort of um, intelligence sitting up in Cloud IQ in the cloud that then is looking for this sort of unusual peaks and troughs of performance or whatever it may be. So that's all running in the cloud, not on site. And that that's that that's is correct. A, mm -hmm. That's going to be a great thing for you know somebody who's looking to try and make sure that everything's running efficiently, but not wanting to load down their network with <laughs> that sort of monitoring and tracking. Yes, and I'm really glad you mentioned the cloud. Let me specify a few key details about that. So first of all, Cloud IQ is hosted in secure, private Dell IT infrastructure. The telemetry that we use in Cloud IQ is based on the standard remote telemetry feed. So some have known that as uh, SR Secure Remote Services Support Assist, now called Secure Connect Gateway. But it's the standard, you know, think of it as what we used to call phone home. It's the standard secure support telemetry feed going into Dell IT and Cloud IQ simply taps off of that. So it's secure. And as you say, because it's hosted in Dell IT infrastructure, it's one less thing for our users to have to manage, update, uh, provision, patch, you know, none of that is necessary with Cloud IQ because we are hosting it in that Dell IT infrastructure. So much faster time to value for our users. That's awesome. That really is awesome. And I, I have to admit, I have popped up to look at Cloud IQ now and again, and I get that little box that pops up telling me what's what's new. And <laughs> that's great. There's all this new functionality appearing and I've done nothing. It's, it's that's right. Extra functionality and extra capabilities just being put there without me having to install updates or or do anything of hard work which we know when it comes to installing any sort of updates you have change controls and all sorts of 
issues that um, restrict those sort of updates from happening when you really want them to. So that's uh, right. Awesome. Awesome. Um, okay. So we can monitor the future. What about now? Well, the health of the system, because that's what obviously normal systems management tools are for, is for looking at the current environment. What does Cloud IQ bring for, for us around that? Yeah, we, we kind of look at this, at the system health, the proactive health capabilities that we have in Cloud IQ as really the flagship of Cloud IQ. It's intended to identify potential vulnerabilities before they actually cause an impacting uh, situation in the environment. One of our customers referred to this as an early warning system, which I thought was a great way of looking at it. So it's really about um, maybe identifying a fairly a, a current issue that is not yet causing a problem, but if untended would lead to uh, bigger impacts in the environment. Make sense? Yeah. And and how does a customer get notified of that? Is is it just literally an alert or what? That's a great question. Lots of ways. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. So um, so first of all, we have you know the the browser itself. We have email notifications that users can customize, and that's on a per-user basis. Uh, we also have a mobile app, so they can get in-app notifications. And then we also tie in our health framework with Webhook API. So that can then be incorporated in um, you know, enterprise-wide uh, monitoring uh, systems, um, uh, communications channels, uh, and also like ticketing systems as well. I do want to point one other thing out. I, I, I want to make sure that I mention one of the things that I think makes our proactive health uh, framework so powerful is that the subject matter experts from each of the product teams are the ones who identify those health issues, who identify those things that our users need to be notified in all those ways that I mentioned. And with each of the health issues uh, that, that we have, it's, it's multiple categories, so components, configuration, capacity performance, and data protection. And for each of these health issues, there's a, a corresponding recommended remediation, which accelerates the users being able to self-serve and reduce their mean time to resolution. So it really has the power of originating from the people with the most expert uh, expertise about the products. So that, that's really interesting. So that we're saying that the AI is not all artificial. There's some real people behind this with real knowledge. That's a great. That's a great point. We one of our um, one of our, uh, our our marketing lead created a great slide where it really talks about the pairing of human intelligence and machine intelligence. And what I just described should not be discounted because that's very valuable and built um, <laughs> and based on many many years of honing that expertise. And so I, I do think when I think about Cloud IQ. While AI ops is the really special capability of Cloud IQ, I don't want to undermine the importance also of that subject matter expertise that built the product as well. No, absolutely. And and we, we you know, I was joking a little bit at the, the beginning there about AI being everywhere, but it is everywhere. <laughs> but there's still a, a huge benefit to us human beings. And we, we do have some information that the AI systems I don't quite understand yet. Luckily, um, we're not completely redundant just yet, but that's they, right. <laughs> they can help us. They can make sure that we're monitoring that mundane stuff that we don't always get right, or we're sort of distracted because the shiny thing over there is more interesting, and we miss some of the underlying 
standard stuff. So yeah, it's it's great to have a mix of the two where we know that you know the system will monitor and track and alert us, but there's also some human beings putting into this that know the systems really well and understand some of the quirks that might either be a problem or not be a problem as the case may be. So that's right. I I think of it that we get the best of both. We're we're leveraging AI and ML to bring about those insights that humans simply can't or can't do fast enough. And yet we're also leveraging the vast technical community within Dell to bring that subject matter expertise about their product. So I really feel like we have a really wonderful blend of both. Now we like we like us to stay in jobs, I'm afraid. You know, we, we were still <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> that's right. Um, and I say AI is a big thing right now. Another huge area for all of our customers is cybersecurity. Um, and I know there's a, a mix going on and we, we've got some, there's a big conference about to happen over in the UK um, with a bit of AI and cybersecurity and that whole thing going down. So is, is there a cybersecurity aspect to this product and, and the AI side of it? There certainly is. So there are two main things that we are providing within the cybersecurity features inside Cloud IQ. One of those is the security configuration assessment and the other is security advisories. So let me start with the first one. So we have CyberSec scanning across multiple categories of vulnerability vectors, and that's per product, because obviously you know each product is a little bit different. The other thing to go along with this is that we provide uh, users the ability to create templates to essentially uh, speed up the initial customization. This is especially critical for larger environments. Think about an environment where a user has hundreds or thousands of PowerEdge servers and being able to create a single template to apply those policies across their whole fleet of servers. Uh, tremendous time savings. So that's the scanning. The other part is the curation of the Dell security advisories. And what I mean by curation is that we are filtering for users those security advisories that specifically apply to their environment. Um, things like product products, models, code versions, things like that. And the importance here is that we're reducing the number of articles users have to cull through uh, by eliminating the ones that don't apply to their environment at all so that they can really zero in and focus in on those articles that best match their environment and more quickly take action to remediate. Okay, so that that is a magic magic thing. I'm just seeing that. Yes. So yes, yeah. definitely. Because security advisories, as a an organization, and I know many years ago I used to run networks. Um, that was just the headache trying to keep up to date, understand, especially across an estate, what advisories applied to you, because not everything applied to every product model you had, and you might have some very unusual models tucked away in a cupboard somewhere that have been there for a while <laughs> and some nice new ones that you'd forgotten you'd purchased and trying to remember the full list and work out which applied and what you needed to do to get everything in compliance. That's um, exactly right. Yep. Okay. That in itself makes Cloud IQ a lifesaver right now because there are so many security worries going down around the world and you know dell obviously monitors and releases security advisories but i i don't envy any customer having to try and keep abreast of that <laughs> list 
and you know across their Dell um, infrastructure. So this really brings a benefit to a customer around that. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. I can I can tell you understand the value of this very well, <laughs> very personally. <laughs> oh yeah, I say being on the receiving end um, of lots of security notices and trying to work out the mess that is your traditional infrastructure that's been installed over many years, even before you started <laughs> at the organization you're at. Um, trying to yeah, just pull your uh, audit your infrastructure and work out the plan to get everything there that's yep. magic so wow okay I, I think we can go back to being an it administrator because i think we're gonna it's gonna be an easier job than i remember <laughs> hope so <laughs> so I, I and all of this brings the one other topic that i would love to discuss with you today because you know i'm i'm trying to relate this to our customers and the, the areas that they're looking at and or being impacted by around their infrastructure and whatever name we want to give it we want to give it the title of sustainability or power and cooling or you know just trying to reduce our bills and keep control of our power consumption across data centers and understand what's going on out there because the world is a, a very changing place right now and um, trying to understand what you're doing from a, a power consumption and a you know a, an energy consumption environment um, is really important to a lot of customers. And so, some of it may be that they need to report back up the structure, showing that they're doing their best to reduce costs around power and cooling. Or some of it may be that they need to show some of the environmental stuff and you know prove that where that organization is environmentally. So what can customers do with Cloud IQ around that? That's a short I'm really question. glad. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to give you a longer answer. I'm super glad you asked about this because if some of your listeners have already been kind of familiar with Cloud IQ and maybe some of the things that I've mentioned they were already familiar with, this is something that we've somewhat recently released. So this may be the one thing that they, that they people who consider themselves Cloud IQ familiar didn't yet know. Um, with Cloud IQ, we have recently uh, provided some capabilities that are really designed to accelerate the IT initiatives in the environment and enable our customers to achieve their sustainability goals. Well, how are we going to do that? Well, this is going to be a mouthful, but I'm going to break it down. Nice. So we provide AI ML, back to what we were talking about before, about the importance there, based energy and use space carbon footprint monitoring and forecasting to go with that. All right, that's a mouthful, but let me break it down. Specifically, we're combining the energy and emissions tracking and forecasting with all of the analytics that we talked about above, the capacity forecasting and anomalies, the performance forecasting and anomalies. So we're bringing all of those capabilities together for that much more intelligence to enable our users to make more informed decisions about their environment, maybe consolidating or redistributing workloads, maybe even refreshing technology for better energy efficiency. I like to use the analogy of the auto industry and think you know, over the last 10 years about the enormous strides that have been made for uh, energy efficiency with cars. I think you're seeing the same thing uh, in terms of the capabilities in um, IT infrastructure, storage, servers, networking, et cetera. So what do you think? 
Yep, no, absolutely. Uh, and I that just reminded me suddenly of, I know, I try not to pick on any particular manufacturer, but certainly some of the um, CPU manufacturers, let's just leave them at that, who <laughs> much more interested at one point in just raw performance. And so we were just chewing huge amounts of power just mm -hmm. to try and get more and more cycles out of the processors. And then it was a sudden realization that, hang on a minute, that these things are, are just going crazy now. We are just going through so much power. We need to not just throw money at more electricity to run these things. We need That's to right. run more efficiently and more intelligently. Um, and that, yeah, there's definitely been a change in the technology to understand how we can run. And I, for example, the Dell PowerEdge servers, we know there was a redesign of things as basic as the motherboard to allow better airflow, to reduce the power needed for cooling and things like that. So there, there have been some real refresh technologies that have helped for that over the last five years or so. Where mm -hmm. real focus around, I say, as, as things happened and power got expensive, the, the, strangely <laughs> the focus changes. And mm -hmm. Everybody starts to look at alternatives and how they can definitely help with that. So yeah, uh, definitely a refresh. Um, I have to admit, I've still not gone for an electric car, but that's a that's a political <laughs> thing. The UK not being really ready for infrastructure wise, and when you head to some of our little villages the chances of finding somewhere to plug in um, <laughs> find a hamster in a wheel to charge your car on, let alone anything else. Okay. Well then you get a break. We'll give you a pass this time. <laughs> <laughs> so this all sounds like an amazing product. And I, I you know, I, I would obviously say that because I'm from Dell technologies, but it, it <laughs> does. It really does sound like there's a, a huge amount of features within cloud iq that our customers will be looking for so then i guess the question is how do they how do they get it how does it work with their their servers and their storage how do they set it up sort of what how does it work in effect so great question i like to say it's as easy as one two three first of all you obviously set up your dell uh, infrastructure uh, products, so server, storage, networking, data protection, CI and HCI. You then connect. I made mention of this earlier. You connect using the standard remote telemetry. So we call that secure connect gateway today. Uh -huh. And then you simply log in to cloudiq.dell.com and your assets will be displayed based on what we call at Dell, the site ID association. Um, we have more details about that available. I'm going to give a, a link to where you can get more information about Cloud IQ uh, before we conclude today. Uh, but effectively, it's as easy as that. Set up your product, set up Secure Connect Gateway, and log into cloudiq.dell.com, and you'll see your assets. That's so, how does that sound so far? That sounds pretty pretty easy. And, and okay, then the question is, how much is it going to cost? Well. Cloud IQ is available for no additional charge for all of the products under Pro Support or Pro Support Plus. But as long as your products have at least Pro Support, you effectively already have Cloud IQ. So, wow. So, there's no reason not to use Cloud IQ if you've got Pro Support or Pro Support Plus. That's the way we view it. I We totally agree. That's right. That's amazing. That's awesome. Um, and 
the from the server perspective, they do need right. open managed enterprise. They do. Great question. So I said a minute ago that Cloud IQ is available for no additional charge, and that includes when you are connecting your PowerEdge servers to Cloud IQ as well. We do leverage Open Managed Enterprise. Um, that's I'm assuming people are familiar with that, but if not, it's the on-site multi-server management and automation tool. And so the benefit here, uh, and, and think of it as a manager of managers. So the benefit here is if you have hundreds or thousands of PowerEdge servers, Instead of having to uh, onboard each of those into Cloud IQ, you can simply, um, we use uh, OME, um, Open Managed Enterprise, and for all of the servers that are associated with that Open Managed Enterprise instance, it's one fell swoop for bringing all of those into the Cloud IQ view. So it, that's managed through the OME instance, which also is available for no additional charge. So it significantly simplifies the user experience, streamlines getting the PowerEdge servers into Cloud IQ, and being able to benefit from all of those valuable insights that I that I talked about above, the performance, um, forecasting anomalies, the health, cybersec, sustainability, um, simply by uh, bringing them in through the OME instance. Fantastic. So yeah, this, this sounds like just that overarching simplification of management that just sits there and say with OME or the, the storage Dell storage solutions underneath um, really giving the customer that single view. And, and I have to admit, I haven't looked at the mobile version. So I heard you mention that earlier. I must have a look at that and see uh, how that works because that again, in the world we live in now, if we can have all of this functionality and all of this alerting and to your phone, um, wow, that, that's the sort of help that I know a lot of administrators will be looking for because they don't want to be sat, certainly not in an office, um, even a home office, 24 by 7. So no. Uh, no. there needs to be something. And, and let's face it, how often do you go out without your phone, at least on purpose? Um, <laughs> Yeah, we like to call it infrastructure insights in the palm of your hand. So, uh, so yes, definitely very powerful to to have most of these capabilities. Not every one of them, but most of these capabilities available right there from the mobile app. That's brilliant! Wow, that that's been a, a lot of information, and um, hopefully, that's been of real interest to a lot of our listeners. Where can they go if they want to get more information? I'm glad you asked. So we have a website. It's simply www.dell.com. That part was probably pretty uh, intuitive. Oh, and then just I forward slash. <laughs> <laughs> and then forward slash cloud IQ. So www.dell.com forward slash cloud IQ. And cloud IQ is all one word. There's no spaces there, is there? Because I've seen people trying to put a space between cloud and IQ. You are correct. No <laughs> space. It's all one word. <laughs> it's all right. It's just, yes, one of those things. It is Cloud IQ, but it, it no, it is a fantastic capability and something that really brings a huge amount of benefit to our customers now. We can see it's, you know, Open Managed Enterprise is a great management tool, but it's that intelligence piece that it's missing at the moment, that ability to really add some, whether it's artificial or human intelligence in and take it to that next step. 
which I think is really where this product excels and will bring benefits to a lot of our customers. So if you haven't already looked at Cloud IQ, please head off to where Susan just pointed you. Um, we will also add that link into the overview of the podcast, just in case you can't remember dell.com forward slash cloud IQ. You could have made it simpler. I'm sorry. That's you know, <laughs> most of my links are much more complicated than that. But that's brilliant. Thank you, Susan. That has been a really useful lot of information. Uh, thank you for your time. And a, just a, a huge thank you for all that information coming out from really a great product that we would promote our customers to go and have a look at, try out, um, and just see how it can work for you. So, Steve, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about Cloud IQ, and uh, I, I love your enthusiasm. So, thank you. And, and I love yours. It's great. <laughs> we're, we're very enthusiastic. It's easy to be enthusiastic about a product that brings such advantages for a customer, as opposed to <laughs> one that you're just trying to push out the door. This really does have a lot for a customer to look at and, and really benefit from. So with that, we will wrap up our podcast for today. So thank you, everyone, for your time. Um, appreciate your listening to our podcasts. And this is the power of technology podcast series from dell technologies i'm steve dayborn and please remember to go and check out the rest of our series of podcasts available on your favorite podcast platform whatever that may be um, we have a whole raft of other podcasts not just from me you'll be glad to hear and you can hear all about other great technologies where we're seeing technologies changing and futures so please go and have a, a look through those and listen to some of our others and uh, I will catch you again on our next podcast series. Thank you very much, everyone. <laughs>